Welcome to Proverb Per Diem, a podcast digging into Proverbs, highlighting, focusing, and meditating on a verse or a cluster of verses with the intent to walk through them with my sons. Thank you for listening and giving us some of your time to this today. Let's go ahead and jump right in. Proverbs chapter 23, verses 12 through 17. Apply your heart to instruction and your ear to the words of knowledge. Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with the rod, he will not die. If you strike him with the rod, you will save his soul from Sheol. My son, if your heart is wise, my heart too will be glad. My inmost being will exult when your lips speak what is right. Let not your heart envy sinners, but continue in the fear of the Lord all the day. Apply your heart. I hope that my children do not see my discipline for them as simply punishment and think that I am giving it to them just because they have made my life harder. I pray that by the time they are old enough to really understand what is happening, that they see any punishment or discipline that I give them as instruction. I am more than willing to admit that I have not mastered this yet. I have not successfully worked all of my discipline into easy-to-understand instruction, but I'm working on it. But I have worked with enough teenagers to know that if their ear is not tuned in to knowledge, there is no word that will be understood by them. If they do not want inside of themselves to do better, to listen, and to learn better, then there's nothing I'm going to say to make that happen. It is my job to be consistent with my words and my discipline, but it's up to my sons to learn from it. Therefore, I will search to find ways to make my message clear so that it must be either flat out rejected, but it cannot be refused. Discipline will come. I learned in my first year of teaching middle schoolers that consistency is the most important part of managing a classroom. You cannot be a teacher that is okay with a student chewing gum one day and giving writing assignments for chewing gum the next day. You can't allow talking one day and decide that you've had enough and tomorrow you crack down and send five students to the office. If it's worth correcting, then it's worth correcting every time it happens, not sometimes. If it's not important enough to correct every time it happens, then it probably doesn't need to be a rule at all. For the most part, right now, in my two-year-old's life, he is only punished by me for disobedience or defiance, which are pretty much the same thing. If he knocks a hole in the wall, even though those are rough to fix, they only become disobedience if I tell him not to knock a hole in the wall. And they only become defiance if it's done from anger. But playing hard, falling and putting a hole in the wall is not a crime. But it's a teaching moment about care and focus. I know this as soon as I record this. I'm going to be tested with 10 new holes in the wall over this weekend. (laughs) If you grow to be wise, I'll be happy. Son, that's so true. If If you two boys grow up to be wise, I will be happy. I would rather be consistent with my discipline than harsh. The reason is because I want these boys to grow up to be wise. 
to have the ability to make a wise choice without knowing the consequences. Let me repeat that to make sure that I didn't missay it. I want my, my sons to have the ability to make wise choices without knowing the consequences. Because let's face it, there are plenty of times where adults, where we have to make choices and we are not sure about the consequences with whatever side we choose. So if my sons only learn to do things because they know that they will be punished for it, then when they are older, how will they go about making decisions when there is no clear punishment or reward laid out for them? The ride is for the early years, and we need to advance our children's discipline as they advance in mental capacity and maturity so that they can learn to weigh out the options and make a wise decision, thereby making our hearts glad, knowing that we have done a good job and our children are going to be just fine when we are not there to hold their hand. Sons, don't envy sinners. I believe it's in Ecclesiastes that the writer points out that people see delayed justice for evil and it entices them to join in. We don't see people drop dead very often today from sin or from sinning. There are many quite rich and famous and seemingly happy people who are living in sin. But don't be fooled. Even like eating donuts every morning would not cause you to have heart trouble in the first week. But if you continue to eat many donuts morning after morning over the course of 10, 20, or maybe you'll get to 30 years, eventually those actions are going to weigh on your body. Sin may not cause us to drop dead at the moment we do it, but over time the habit of that sin takes its toll on our soul. Story time. From about the time I was 12, I have hated sunscreen. I have also found that tanned fat looks better than pale fat. As you can probably guess, I began to spend a lot of time outside during the summer with no shirt and no sunscreen. I would get sunburned, usually one really bad time early each summer, but I would eventually be dark enough to where I would be able to stay outside all day with no shirt and not get burned anymore. Especially when I was in college, I worked construction when I wasn't in class and during the summer months. And my mother would tell me, you need to put some sunscreen on to prevent skin cancer. Now, of course, this sounded a little far-fetched to me. And I would explain how much I hated sunscreen and I would go about my day. I would continue this habit when I married. My wife, your mom, would tell me how much I needed to wear sunscreen. She did not say because of skin cancer. She just said for overall skin health. And this sounded like lady talk to me as well. I mean, really, what manly man really cares about their skin? I would give her the same answers I gave your grandmother. I hate the feeling of sunscreen. I don't need it after my initial burn of the spring and summer. I'll be dark enough to no longer get burned. Fast forward. After doing this for 15 plus years, of me spending long days outside with no head protection, no shirt, no skin protection, and now I can see how each of those days and years have combined to take their toll on my skin, from my face to my shoulders to my chest and back. I see the damage wasn't immediate. The sunburns were immediate, but they left pretty quickly, and the results were me being darker. But the long-term effects of the day after day of this added up, and it's the same way with our sin. The short-term effects may not be bad at all, but a year or ten down the road, 
and we are left very much scarred if we're lucky because these scars are wounds that have healed. Or we could end up thoroughly damaged by small, seemingly insignificant choices that we make today and we forget about tomorrow until someday in the future when we finally see the ugly truth. So what's the takeaway? I am sorry for where I have and where I will mess up with your discipline. My goal was not to show my anger. 2. Find the lesson from correction. Even if I don't make it overtly clear, my goal is to encourage you to make good choices, even though it may look or take the form of anger. 3. Learn to make wise choices and make me extremely glad. Dear God, please protect the person listening to this. If I have said anything stupid, allow the listener and me to forget it immediately and never think about it again. And don't let it sink into our minds or our hearts. But please take everything that I said that is from you and don't allow us to forget, overlook, or ignore it until we adjust our lives to match you. Change us to make us more wise followers of you. Please, God, allow your spirit to bring our children to you and grant them wisdom from your word. Guide and equip us with your knowledge, your wisdom to lead our families well. Bless our efforts as we search throughout this book and pour yourself on us. We know that we and our circumstances are in your hands. And whether those circumstances are good or bad, we trust you. Amen. Have a great day.